That was Dean Martin with Ain't That a Kick in the Head. Now, for a bit of news out of Vegas this evening. Beef prices around the new Vegas Strip have dropped significantly following an agreement between the Ultralux and Brahmin Baron Hick Gunderson. Also, NCR officials at Camp McCarran were relieved when technical difficulties with its monorail line to the new Vegas Strip proved to be easy to fix. That's all I've got tonight, folks. Now, here to take you through all of the news in the wacky world of motorsports, I'm passing it over to Turnpike in green. It's right sides only. To the town of Vegas, or as Elvis Presley once said, Viva Las Vegas. Oh boy. Oh boy, it's Vegas. It's a Vegas weekend. Can't go wrong with a Vegas weekend, and this was you can certainly- go very wrong with a Vegas weekend. Actually, I take that back. Right Sides Only does not condone gambling, and you can lose everything if you go gambling. But you could also win everything. You could- I- Don't. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Somebody's going to go gamble their life savings away. Be like, well, this guy on this NASCAR podcast said I can win everything. I didn't tell them to do it. I we said are not financial advisors. We are financial advisors. Do not advisors. take any of our advice seriously. We have no idea what we're talking about. Speaking of things, we have no idea what they're talking about. NASCAR. Yeah. I had a great weekend. I had a fantastic weekend. Except for RSO picks. Except for RSO, but I my weekend was so good. I could my pick could have DNF'd and I wouldn't have cared. <laughs> how often? I don't know. How often do you get your favorite driver winning in all three series? That's not very That's often. That's very rare. <laughs> it's not very that often. Is very rare. I loved. It. I had a great weekend after uh, having a rather poor weekend at Fontana. I had a awesome weekend your, this week. Your driver backed into a win, as some drivers we'll talk have about said it. that. We'll talk about that. Well, it's better to back into a win than back into the wall, like some people did. So Ooh. We'll get to that. We'll Ooh, get to that. that was that was good. But before we get into the rest of the show, we would like to take a moment of uh, reflection, here as uh, there was a, a great tragedy happened just uh, yesterday as we're recording of this. Mr. Green, would you like to give some of the details? A David Gillen Racing hauler driver by the name of Stephen Stotts was driving the ARCA car to Phoenix. And in Texas, there was an accident where he was killed. I want to say we're praying for the family, um, hoping that they find peace with everything and also praying for all the other people involved in the incident. Um, it sounds like everyone else was stable on the scene, but obviously being a part of a wreck like that is not something that you just forget about. So just praying for them both physically and mentally in the coming weeks. That being said, NASCAR and motorsports in general, as is proved time and time again, the show goes on. So we will look back on this past weekend at Las Vegas and look ahead to Phoenix. We just felt like it was the right thing to mention that and say that we are praying for the families of those involved and so well that being said let's move on to the show first we got some news um, we've talked about how the amount of teams in nascar is growing we have another team announced now right sides racing like it's a little strange that they announced this this late like, i got you would think it'd be announced earlier well, if they if they just now got everything together, then that makes sense. Yeah, but they also named it Team Strange, so I kind of felt like I had to put it's, the word strange. You could, I had to put a play on. Couldn't that. have done it better myself. Teams, that's beautiful. Yeah, I thought it was too. 
So Team Strange Racing announces partnership with Dignity Gold, it's a cryptocurrency, to run eight races in the Cup Series with driver Tarso Marquet. We are not saying that correctly. There's no way. No way. Absolutely no way. I've never heard of this man in my life. Have you? I've heard his name in passing quite a few times. Yeah. But not somebody I've ever actually like really, really, really looked into. Yeah. Well, I looked up some stats. Granted, like I said, I've never heard of the guy. I don't know what equipment he was in. His stats are a little less than impressive. He has... Now, I say that. Anyone who gets to F1, you've got some talent or you're Mazepin. Wow, okay. Unnecessary shot. Well, I mean, when you get the name Mazepin, you you got to acknowledge that there's, like, nothing there. Continue. <laughs> so, he competed in 24... F1 races between 1996 and 2001, he earned zero points. And for those of you who do not know, in F1, the top 10 drivers get points. So no top 10. No top 10s, never. Out of 20 to 24 drivers, depending on the year. He never competed a full season. He had 27 kart starts, which that's, for those of you who don't know, open wheel racing in America, IndyCar split, and you had IndyCar and you had kart. Um, He had 27 starts there. Three top tens between 1999 and 2005. I'm not too familiar with the IndyCar cart split on which league had the stronger competition. You do not get any top tens in one professional league of motorsport. And then you go to the next one, which is split in half, and you get three top tens in 30 starts. I'm curious to see how he does in NASCAR. And also, his last race, like I say, we're talking about cart. That doesn't exist anymore. It hasn't right. existed for a while. David Land is sad. Yeah, David Land is sad. <laughs> but the last start out of those um, rings of competition is 2005. I have no idea what this man's been doing for 17 years. Who? I mean, who knows? It's not on Wikipedia. Who knows? I'll tell you, I totally, I did not listen to my teachers. I went to Wikipedia for this. Yeah, Wikipedia is the best website on the internet. Yes, most reliable sources. Most reliable source. Yes. It's where I learned how to build everything. But I, th- I think this does just prove like the testament of where the sport is right now. The good momentum is yeah. coming and the fact that teams are wanting to join in. NY Racing was actually at um, at Las Vegas this past week. Um, I think they had a problem. They though. did have they a problem. They weren't in it long, but Greg Biffle's staying with them. It, well, that wasn't just a one-race deal. I'm kind of Even at Daytona, he kept up with them. Yeah, which Daytona. He but did very still. well. I just remember sitting in the duels, you know, watching – the other teams kind of just piddle paddle around, and Greg Biffle was up in there, dude. Like he was going, so yeah, he's definitely not, you know, not going to be the problem for that team. No, he he's a good driver, and like he came in and won that truck race first first go at it. Now it's a KBM truck. Say what you want. There's a lot of people who've driven KBM trucks and have done too well. Kyle Busch can tell you, he has told you. <laughs> we are seeing a good point in the sport where teams are coming in. I think it's going to be nothing but good for the sport. I wish there wasn't a charter system so that when we get 40 cars, you have to qualify in, but I'll keep my mouth shut on that one. I'll, I won't fight for that too bad right now. I'll let that thing expire, and then they'll probably go ahead and renew it against my will. The only people that like it are the team owners. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the and media. You, the, that's the thing, though. It is a very good thing for them because oh, yeah. when they sell their team, they have something other than just dead equipment. You know? It is something that 
backs up their financial investment. So Yep, I agree. It's a good thing for them. But as far as like the competition in the sport, I don't necessarily love it. What happens if you show up at Hickory, you're slower than the top thirty that are supposed to get in? You don't get in. From a competition standpoint, I don't love the charter system, but I understand why it's there, and it's it's too good for the teams for them to take it out, I do believe. Next story, Bristol is putting progressive banking on their dirt track. Anything, anything they can do to help that. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was okay for what it was, I guess. It was just a daytime. I didn't enjoy it. I think at night it will be better. It will be. But I'm still anti-dirt Bristol until I'm proven wrong. Yeah. I mean, there there's too many good dirt tracks for me to go. Yes, Bristol dirt is the way. Yeah, we don't need and to take we don't out have one enough of the best short, short tracks. tracks. Yeah. yeah, we don't have enough short tracks, and there's way too many dirt tracks to go. Let's take a short track to make a new dirt track. Please kiss up to Tony Stewart. Take us to Eldora. They that show was amazing. Or if you want to spread the love a little bit, obviously the Cup Series has to go somewhere that's established and has the infrastructure to handle a cup race but like the truck race that they do on dirt take it to a new dirt track every year that'd be cool knoxville one year eldora one year take it anywhere that can handle it this is stupid but i have an idea well you're stupid what if you know we're talking about with the clash how we can build a racetrack in a coliseum we do that but do dirt but we move it to mexico city We've been, t- we've been wanting to race in Mexico for a long time. Maybe this could be something that would work. Dirt track race in Mexico City. But short, I, short I feel... I feel just, I think that'd be cool. I think that'd be really cool. I feel just as negative towards that as I do the Bristol dirt because you're making a dirt track when we have dirt tracks. I'm all for going to Mexico, but dirt track is not the way to do it. Plus, you got to look at it. Where is the dirt track kind of centered stuff at? It's northern. It's Ohio. It's all that area. For us to go, all right, hey, y'all up there like this? Well, too bad. We're going to go down here and do it. Well, yeah. That's, I, that's I still true. think, not, not saying that there's not interest in dirt down here. There is, but it's just less. Yeah. To me, Bristol is a little too far south for it. Now, they had huge turnouts for it. Don't get me wrong. Well, if, you got a ra- if you got the money to have a race car and race it, you got the money to travel down to Bristol most likely. Oh, yeah. People made the trek down. But to me, if you want to get the heart of dirt racing, you got to get up north. And that's a little hard for me to say because I thought it was awesome going to see cup cars on dirt. I really did. As much as it could have been better, Yeah, it was a cool experience, and I love having that nearby. That needs to be in its home place because that's where you're going to get the best turnout and best everything for it. I think it's cool, you know, whatever, but it's not something I want to give up a date for. I did see... Bristol dirt race is on Easter. Boo. Which I'm not a fan of. It is what it is. You know what is cool, though. They are going to have, like, Chris Tomlin and some pastor. I can't remember who it was. They're going to do a service at 4 o'clock at Bristol. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Just a little tidbit I figured we'd mention. Um, Move on to the next story, one that I feel strongly about. You should, you feel strongly about almost everything we talk about. Because I love this sport. Uh, me too. Yeah. I, I, I want things done the way I want them done now. Everyone but us is wrong. 
dear NASCAR, give but us you're lots wrong of money. most of the time. So just everyone but me. Everyone but Green is wrong. Okay. Yes, Turnpike is wrong. On Friday night, the trucks raced at Las Vegas. Darn right they did. We had a driver get injured. You know how long the car, the safety equipment took to get to him? Thirty-five seconds because NASCAR is committed to safety. It took a few minutes because they kept the track green for two laps. NASCAR is committed to safety. While he sat at the bottom of the track, waiting, could have died. Committed to safety. I just, I don't understand. It's There's, there's a, no consistency. There's a car stopped. Under, when, where are we going to draw the line of what is and what isn't a caution? So, okay, I, I'm, to me, I feel like they didn't see him. But here's the thing. Why don't you have people on the back stretch to see him? Yeah, that's true. That's that's a very good point. Because they used to. They have corner workers. They have people. They're asking people, hey, how's the track look? But yet, Spencer Boyd can sit at the bottom of the track with a dislocated shoulder, which that's all it ended up being. Good. Yeah, yes. that could have been way worse. We, they were worried about a broke arm for a minute. He sat there for two laps. You know, it, it it is what it is. It's done now. NASCAR has put out a statement. They talked on NASCAR Sirius XM, and they uh, were talking about the incident. I think they brought it up. I don't think somebody brought it up to them. Granted, who owns the Sirius XM channel for NASCAR? Hmm. I'm pretty sure it's NASCAR. So, I could be wrong. I don't know how that stuff works, but... Here's what Elton Sawyer, who's the NASCAR Vice President of Officiating and Technical Inspection, he said, first and foremost, we're glad Spencer is okay. Second, that's on us. We have to own that as a sanctioning body. We had meetings post-event to look at our process and procedure and what we need to do to be better. We have more meetings on Tuesday to put more process in place to make sure that never, ever happens again. It was kind of a perfect storm at the end of the race. But that's zero excuse. We'll get that fixed and move forward on that. Again, the most important thing is Spencer is doing better. I mean, it's good to hear that they're they at least acknowledging it. There's a lot of calls in the last couple weeks that have been questionable on NASCAR's end. Last couple weeks? Excuse me, it's the last couple years. They've been better than they were, believe it or not. It's just they're going with no cautions versus cautions. Because if you remember, a few years ago, they had the uh, debris cautions all the time. And we don't want that. But at the same time, there's been some guys hammer the wall, no caution. And then Spencer Boyd sits at the bottom of the track. We just need to remember what the caution flag is. I think we mentioned that last week. Yeah, It's a safety flag. It's not a competition flag. You don't get to choose when you throw it based on what's going on the racetrack. Oh, no, it's the white flag. Let them race. Understand if there's a spin and you're wanting to let him race. This guy hammered the wall. There's an onboard video. You can see him slam into the wall. And he just sits there. Imagine that what's really bad about it is imagine if this would have been, I don't know, 15 laps to go. Would they have just let him sit there for all 15 laps? So I, think, I don't know when they saw him. That's the question. I think they definitely saw him. I th- and my I guess that makes me a bit of a cynic thinking they did it on purpose. But I think they saw him and they just oh, well there's only two laps left. Let's just let him race because we got a good race for the lead. Yeah. I think they let him sit there. If this would have been any other time during the race, I think they would have thrown the caution. I I that's that's just me. 
I don't know that. My biggest thing is he wrecked with two laps to go. If they throw yellow, it doesn't hurt the product because you have overtime. You have overtime. So I'm, That's just what I feel. I wonder if they saw him with one lap to go. Maybe. I don't understand how you don't see him. That's that's my thing. Well, I so. mean, so if you saw where he was hit, he was parked at the inside wall of the back stretch. So if you're in the tower, you don't see him. I understand. You don't see him because he's literally against the wall. That wall in itself covers half the truck, and then you've got just infrastructure in the track, you know? But there should be workers back there that should be able to see him. They didn't. He sat there with a dislocated shoulder. Which still not great. It's fine. He's okay, but one of these days it's not going to be a dislocated shoulder. Yeah, it's going to be something very serious, and that'll be a big, big problem. Or one of these days, someone else is going to spin out and clobber him after he's already hurt, or hurt him when they clobber him. You know. So yeah, that'll be a problem. It's just I just think about the inconsistency with calls. Yeah. When is it and what isn't a caution? At Daytona with the truck race, we've thrown the caution before you knew what happened. Yeah, and then other times we don't throw the caution. Sometimes an uncontrolled tire in the infield is a caution. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes somebody spinning out in the infield is a caution. Sometimes it's not. Just gotta be consistent. That's you all know, we need. Eric Jones sliding back up in the middle of traffic. Caution way too late. Yeah, almost got bodied by Boba. That would have that could have been real bad. Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> not only did Bubba almost due to not throwing a caution, he almost hit Eric. He was carrying so much momentum, he slammed into the wall. That could have been bad. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just, it's just, just pitiful. It, NASCAR's officiating is pitiful. Yeah. We're saying this now. We're probably going to be called pitiful, too, because we're going we to be trying pitiful. to. We are pitiful. We've always been pitiful. It's nothing new. Because <laughs> we're going to try and do some race and officiating ourselves. Yeah. But we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. It just seems like there's a lot of, lot of inconsistency. Or consistently bad. Yeah. And um, it's not that hard. They're consistent. Consistently not good. Yeah. That's consistency. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. We're getting what we're asking for, I guess. But Anyway, truck race. Other than that, good race. Yeah. It was great. KBM boys good, as they always are. Kyle Busch up there in the fight. I think this is is just a me thing, but I think Kyle Busch gets the gimped trucks in that series it's his trucks and it's his team but obviously being like a part-time car he that car is not gonna get the best stuff possible because they're gonna give it to the full-time guys so i think he was just kind of fine he was just out there yeah. riding around because kyle bush had a very eventful weekend that we'll get to soon but chandler smith won you know favorite driver in the in the truck series so i was having a fun time watching that race but the fun really started on Saturday. Yeah, Saturday was hectic. I think we should least. start with practice. Kyle Busch cuts a tire. Uh-oh. Whoopsie. Whoopsie daisy. Into the wall. Whoopsie tootsie. That Ethel M. Chocolates Toyota Camry. Which it's, I hate it when they say the full name like that for some reason. Yeah, that is <laughs> it bothers weird. me. Yeah, we got a really fast insert name of sponsor, insert manufacturer, insert car model. It's what it is. I just think. I it's mean, funny. you have to though. They, I, no, they don't. You don't. <laughs> they do. I mean, no. I'm just. They're contractually obligated to. Yeah. But it doesn't. It doesn't. Have, anyway, I know it's a sponsorship thing. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um. So he backed that Camry into the wall. The it was the tire. He had a tire go down. Yeah. It was not Kyle Busch 
No, it wasn't his fault at all. It wasn't all. his fault. So we there there's just issues with the tires right now. So they pull the backup car off the hauler. It's got Denny Hamlin's nameplate on it. I don't know what that <laughs> yeah. tells you. I don't know what that tells you. I'm just saying it had Denny Hamlin's name on it. And somehow they got that thing turned around and ready to race the next day. That is impressive. I don't know if you've ever seen them wrap a car, but in certain circumstances, when you're wrapping a car, it can be quite tedious. Yeah. You know, I think when you have it in the shop and it's set up and it's how you want it, you can do it pretty quick. But you're, when you're working at it on it out on the road, yeah, it's not as great. No, yeah, that 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 was really cool. It's really cool to see how versatile this uh, next gen car is. A big thing now. This could just be me with this next gen car. Half the people I hear talking about, they're like, "Man, that thing can take a lick, and that is so good." And the other half of people are like, "You tap it, and it falls apart." Because I, I just think it's very so, weird. Okay, here's that, why. Like during some events where the car looks fine, it's killed. Yeah, you know, so it's weird. One of the things, like with the independent suspension, there are certain joints that are really fragile. Yeah. Um, you hit them wrong. There, you you just can't do nothing at that point. Yeah. As the car's lifespan in general, the car is tougher, but there are parts on the car. That are not as tough. Does that make sense? I just think it's interesting when. So it'll end your day, but it won't end the car's life. Yeah, there you go. That makes enough sense. So but I just think it's funny to see that half the people are like this car is awesome, and I have like this car sucks. You know? Yeah, like, it's just funny to yeah, see. Yeah, a lot of it is just the uh, joints on the suspension. They get bent. Makes makes perfect sense to me. So. Yeah, that happened. Kyle Busch, Candyman. You're not gonna be Candyman for much longer. Oh no! Cry. Then he'll be. Battery man. Battery man. Do not eat this product. Hey, I I mean it's so <laughs> it's so cool that all of my favorite food sponsors are in NASCAR. You know, M and M's, you know, Betty Crocker used to be in NASCAR, Interstate Batteries, um, Tide. Tide. You know, like yes, a lot Tide of goods. Pods. A lot of my favorite culinary items. You know, they, they sponsor NASCAR. It's pretty awesome. Um Mountain Dew used to. STP, you know, all the good STP. stuff. STP. All the good stuff. <laughs> Valvoline is on the eighty eight every now and then. Ah, it doesn't taste as good. Oh, okay. STP's got that flavor you're looking for. Yeah. What do you think about Pennzoil? Pennzoil's for snobs, you know? Yeah. Pennzoil, STP's the best tasting motor oil. Let's get that out of the way right now. For legal reasons, do not drink motor oil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, We Lordy. here at Right Sides Only do not condone drinking of motor oil. But we do do it and recommend it. But we do it in our <laughs> free time, but we won't tell you to. It's no, I good. totally if just told you. If your car likes it, you must like it. Yeah. Like un- unleaded oil. <laughs> anyway, it, backing up, backing up. So, Candyman, Kithwomp, Clorox is ready. another good one. I don't care for that one so much. So moving it's good through, bleach. moving through, we get on, <laughs> and then they set the, they set the field. Christopher Bell had a stonking lap on pole. Then we get to what is probably my favorite race of the week. Well, I don't know if I'd say favorite, but it's it's a good one. Xfinity race. I was really hoping, as, as sorry as this sounds, so Ty Gibbs is my favorite Xfinity driver, as we've talked about, but Noah Gragson's my second favorite Xfinity driver. And I was kind of hoping that Noah would win this race because, one, it's his home race, and then, two, I think that him finishing the first three races, 3-2-1, would have been really cool. That would have been really cool. But, of course, Ty wins. It was a good race. You know, Ty got into the back of Ryan Sieg very early, spun him out, got some damage on that car. Ryan Sieg comes back out. And as Ty is going to lap him, Ryan Sieg attempts a little a little cha-cha slide his way, you know, 
He does the Harlem Shake up into the wall. And uh, Ty Gibbs, this is a audio representation of what Ty Gibbs to Ryan Sieg. That's Ryan Sieg getting slapped across the face by Ty Gibbs. <laughs> it was a thing of beauty. What is rule number one in uh, stock car racing? Rule number one of stock car racing is uh, you learn how to wreck someone without wrecking yourself. Exactly. Shout out Landon Castle. <laughs> yes. It was just beautiful. It was so, I love it so much. When somebody is trying to pitch a hissy fit and wreck somebody else, and they goof and they wreck themselves. That is so good. Yeah. I love when that happens. That is oh, yeah. awesome. I want to see that every week. I want to see idiots in cars every week. See, now he also got called to the holler. G- good. Yeah, he's so, trying to intentionally wreck somebody. If he tries to do it again. I really want to see Ryan Sieg take up this like rivalry with Ty Gibbs. <laughs> so that okay. rivalry would be over so but fast. But here's the thing. He looked like an idiot trying to wreck Ty Gibbs. Don't get me wrong. But Ty Gibbs kind of deserved it. He did. I mean, he was going very aggressive on turn four. That is not something you do on lap four. That is not something you do on lap four. That was pretty There was is pretty 200 laps in that Xfinity race, which I don't know why there's that many laps. But there's 200 laps in that Xfinity race. Why are you doing this on lap four? I don't think he was. I don't think. I don't think he meant to. Spin him out. I think he was just trying to get underneath. No, he didn't mean to spin him out. I think I'm he was not just trying to get underneath him. He was, but why are you trying to get it underneath him with two inches of space on lap four? That's the problem. Fair. He's got a fast car. Grandpa's cars can go. Son, them Gibbs cars, they got speed. And they don't have the best engines. Chevrolet still has the horsepower. He's not in a position where he has to Dale Earnhardt his way through the field. <laughs> yeah. He he's got good cars. He's gonna get there. And he he got a little impatient, and I don't blame Ryan Sieg for being upset. Ryan and I Sieg. wouldn't be upset at Ryan Sieg if he took Ty out. I would be because I, I like Ty. I know, but I wouldn't be. I'm I'm dying laughing because he KO'd himself That's trying hilarious. to. Oh yeah. Fun fact about those two, them two fellers. Yeah, Ryan Sieg has been in you know racing, and I guess the Xfinity series, whatever for. About 10 years. He's got about 270 starts, zero wins. This is Ty Gibbs' second year, first full-time. 21 races, five wins. Okay, but you also got Grandpa's Cars versus that doesn't, that doesn't a family-owned. I mean, of course that does matter. It does matter. matter. It does, um, don't it does know matter, you're but you're still, you're still out there. And yes. the record books, I mean, you win a race, it goes in the record books. That's all I'm saying. Is that I don't care how you, you know, it's just how you won. It's, you know, just the fact that you won. Ryan Sieg is a better driver than Ty Gibbs from a experience standpoint. Is he? The, he can't even wreck somebody. Okay, everybody has a dumb <laughs> moment. <laughs> like, I can call him an idiot all I want. He just goofed. And did, that goof, goof was just. He did goof. And I don't think, he's, I don't think he's a bad driver. I don't think he's a, I think Ryan Sieg's a perfectly fine driver. And if you're doing something for 10 years. And let's just say racing because it's the one that makes most sense. You're in a car, you've been racing for 10 years, and then some new kid with four starts who Grandpa has given him everything. Darn right. He wrecks you. How do you feel? He didn't, I mean, I'd be mad. I'm not saying he doesn't have a right to be mad. I'd be mad too. You're not saying it straight up, but you're saying it like indirectly. I just think it's it's hilarious. And you just tried to like question his... Talent by bringing up hilarious. the stats. I just think he's hilarious. All right. I just think the whole situation's funny. Okay. I was laughing my head off watching it. I thought it was hilarious. Oh, yeah. So. 
Plus, we had that snow delay, so you got their thoughts mid-race. What, what was that? <laughs> hey, uh, we're out here in the middle of uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. It's hot. Uh, uh, what, hold on, what? It's snowing. It's snowing outside. <laughs> so a nuclear winter going on out here in Fallout, New Vegas. Did yeah, you hear how his tone changed in between the middle of the race and the end of the race? Whenever they did the interview at during the snow break, he kind of like shrugged it off like, I was just going up. He can take it somewhere if he wants, whatever. I didn't do anything on purpose. It's just is what it is. And then he gets to victory lane. Yeah, I'm so sorry for earlier. I guess well, he won the race. Now he's going to so, I know. Now he's got to make sure nobody's ticked off at him. Yeah. I just thought that was funny. Ty Gibbs is kind of one of those weird cases where he's like, I don't know. The only, the only way I can explain this is my favorite basketball player, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Off the court... The nicest. Did you say that right? Yes. Ante de Kumpo. <laughs> jersey's right behind me. <laughs> so, off the court, nicest dude in the world. Could not be a nicer guy. He's a stand-up dude. On the court, he will absolutely murder anyone that gets in his way. I mean, you could say Joey Logano. Joey, Joey, Joey Logano. And I don't know about Joey Le- I don't know Joey Logano personally. And I don't, yeah. I don't watch a lot of his stuff off the track, so I can't make that. Everything I've seen from him, he's nice as can be off the track. Yeah, and I would also, I, you could also say that about Brad Keselowski. Yeah. I've followed a lot of Brad's stuff from yeah. off the track. He's a good dude, family guy, great guy. A um, little bit different on the track. I think Ty Gibbs is 100% the same way, as I talked about in our Daytona episode. Talk to him, nicest dude in the world. Put him behind the wheel of a car, it's a different guy. Yeah. That, that, that switch flips. Which, to me, that's the way it ought to be. Exactly. But. I agree. I agree. Some of these people, they wouldn't. <laughs> the old guys, you know, that raced near the beginning, those, I mean, they were aggressive all the time. I I like, I wish everybody was like Ty Gibbs and was driving super aggressively all the time. It's a better racing product. Yeah. That's my tangent on that. I'm glad he won. As much as I wish Noah would have won, you know, being a, being a big Noah fan as well. But, I mean, it's a good problem to have that when your two favorite guys finish one and two. So, yeah, not bad. Well, I think we need to move on to Sunday. Okay, let's do it. NASCAR took the high banking of Las Vegas on Sunday, and this next-gen car continues to impress. The durabilities of the tires continue to depress. we got to get these tires figured out. I just, when it, in my mind, I just see the two moments that stand out to me from this race is Christopher Bell with the, with the tire, but it was, like, stayed on, and he's like, bouncing up oh and down. Oh my gosh, it was like they had those like suspension mods yeah. <laughs> on it. Dun, dun, he's dun, the, he's dun, bouncing dun, down dun, the backstretch, and then... Nothing was broke. It's crazy, ain't it? <laughs> I thought that diffuser was gone. Yeah. And then I also picture Bubba after his thing with that tire flipping around, just destroying the front of his car. Which was a beautiful car, by the way. That Dr. Pepper cream soda car, mwah. Yeah, but... Beautiful here, car. Here's the thing, though. That tearing up the car because of carcass... That happened with the old tires. That's I know not... it did too, but that's just the two moments I think of. Yeah, and I will say yes or not yesterday. Sunday looked better than Auto Club did. Auto Club, we had to tow everybody. I don't know what the difference was in between that and then when we got to Las Vegas, they didn't change any policy. I feel like what they should do is just haul out portable stuff to the car, throw a tire on it real quick, and then. I think me and you did talk about that, and I thought that was the the easiest way to do it. Yeah, but then make them come in and change that tire. Yeah. 
don't give them that tire and then be like, all right, go back on the track. Give them a crappy tire to get around the track and make them give it back once he's in the stall, you know? I agree. I think that's what we kind of decided was the best option in that situation. Yeah. Other than that, it was a great race. I'm loving this race car. Oh, I yeah. really am. I think it's I think it's exceeding expectations for a racing product. Yes. There's, I mean there's problems with it still. Obviously this is not the most reliable source, but Jeff Gluck poll. So far, I don't know what Daytona was at, but the last two races have been above ninety percent. I think yeah, I saw it was very good. And that is two for two races I think that were in the bottom ten races of the year. Yeah. Well, not Auto Club because we didn't race uh, race there last year. But, you know, Vegas was not a great rated race. No. Um, neither of them. So to see races that we normally think of as below average or, you know, not a race to watch are now, you know, must-see television. Yeah. You know, you ha- it's like that was a great, like, Fontana. I don't think anyone thought Fontana was going to be as good as Fontana. Was. Yeah, no, yeah. Vegas, it's like, well, let's see how they race at Vegas. And they race just fine at Vegas. And yeah. And that's very rare. A very good race. Very good race. Yeah, the Jeff Gluck poll came back 90.4% said yes. Number one Vegas race in the poll. Number five intermediate race in the poll. Number 17 race overall. First time in poll history to have back-to-back 90% races. We'll see, and it's it's showing in TV ratings a little bit. Last week, I'm, uh, last week I'm not sure. I can't remember exactly what the views, viewers was. Here, I can pull 4. it up. 4.5 million. Was it 4.5? I think it was about uh, almost identical to this week. So the ratings this week, last week were 4.5 million people watching. This week, we also had 4.5 million. Now, if you compare this to the third race of 2021, that was at um, Homestead, Miami. It was on Big Fox as well. It had 4.2 million viewers, so we're up 300,000 there. 2021 Vegas Spring Race had 4.3 million viewers, so we're up 200,000 from there. So, fans are sticking around for these. Um, And I feel like down the road, this is just going to stick longer. I feel like we're going to have really good ratings to line up to like last year and the year before. So, this, this car is just... This is a testament to the what we've been preaching for a long time is that this whole low horsepower high downforce is not the way to go who to thunk it that better racing cars means more people want to watch i don't know who to thunk it who to thunk it so they ran they ran the race and bowman came out victorious i know you were happy about that you're darn right i was kyle bush was not well so kyle bush and this goes back to cautions Kyle Busch had that race. Yeah, he was going to win. It was him at Martin Truex Jr., and he was beating Martin, even though I think Martin was a little bit faster. I think he used up his uh, used up his tires a little bit more than Kyle did trying to catch him. And then you have the caution come out, stacks everybody back up. Hendrick guys all take two tires. Uh, what, uh, do we know what side tires they took? Probably right side. Did that they take right sense. sides only? They took right sides they only. Take right sides only. It's, it's, that's, that's the name. That's they, the they, thing. They, the thing. They said the thing. You know, took two tires, which earlier in the race was proven to not work. That yeah. did not work. I forget who it was, Kurt Busch or somebody took two tires. It d- did not work. No. But for some reason at the end, I guess it did. So yeah. they took two, and then it was Bowman and Larson at the beginning. Larson was actually the control car. He was technically P1. Bowman just gets a really good start, out drags Kyle, and wins the race. I was screaming. I was, I was in a very good mood. I'm going to... 
read a quote from Kyle Busch. Oh, Slightly I'm sure, modified. I'm sure this is going to be very wholesome and supportive of uh, Alex Bowman. It was not. And like I said, this is modified. <laughs> the same freaking driver that backs into every freaking win backs into another freaking win. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and we've we've talked I've talked about this, you know, being Alex Bowman is my favorite driver. I you know, I remember the races where he won a little bit more vividly than the ones where I, he doesn't. Yeah. Pretty much all of them have come off late race restarts. Yeah. They're at the right place in the right Dover time. I think Dover is like the exception. Consistently. Yeah. Yeah. Dover. Uh now of course Pocono, that was a freak. Oh my accident. gosh, Pocono was hilarious. That was just a freak event. So that was very weird, but he was... If y'all don't remember, Kyle Larson was going to win that, and he gets to turn three, which at Pocono is the final turn, and blew a tire, tire. and Bowman just flies by him. Yeah, bye. I was watching that race while in the Bass Pro Shop Pyramid at Memphis, Tennessee. I vividly remember where I was. My dad was like, yeah, Kyle Larson's going to win another one. That's so cool. And he went on a walk and came back. I'm like, Dad, you're not going to believe what just happened. (laughs) (laughs) It was so cool. Now, the other one that people bring up is Martinsville where he spun out Denny Hamlin, you know, the hack race. Um, I don't know what it is with Alex Bowman versus the entirety of Joe Gibbs racing. Yeah. But there's, but it be makes for there. some pretty good t-shirts. It does make for some pretty good t-shirts. <laughs> so they, it did end up putting that t-shirt out, but the beautiful part is that 18% of the t-shirt went to animal charities, you know, you know, animal assistance, um, which is pretty cool, which is cool. Hashtag save them all. Is I think the, the the thing for that. Yeah. So, <laughs> being a good fun, all of the Kyle Bush T-shirts on Kyle Bush's website are forty eight percent off currently. So if you need a Kyle Bush T-shirt, go get you one. Yeah. But yeah, Alex Bowman won. I was very excited. I just texted I texted you and I was like, I am very happy. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you are. Because <laughs> you know I'll, I've had you know i've obviously had drivers that i want to win win but i haven't had all three win in the same weekend yeah no that was that was kind of lucky is that not like, you know you did have that's one awesome. you did have one not do well that you wish you would have done well but then again you weren't upset about it so it makes i'm really sense. not that upset about where austin dillon finished yeah i thought it was a great weekend um i just think it's hilarious that the guy you ridicule so much beat the guy you picked I, as much as I don't like Eric Amarola, he's I thought doing he was well right bad. now. He's doing very well. And now, could you make could you make the argument that he's kind of lucked into a little bit of these? You know, maybe. I'm sure you can make an argument about anybody. Oh yeah, you're gonna it's, make an argument about luck. It's all about luck. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how it works. But of it's course, not all he's, about luck. He's he's kept that car clean every week. Been in the right spot every week. Hasn't made dumb mistakes. The next, I think, a big part of why he wasn't doing. Great was because of Stuart Haas being so bad. Now with the next gen car, they're better. I would, I would, I would make the argument that the best Stuart Haas driver so far has been Chase Briscoe. And that's just my opinion, but I will argue. You know, I, I'm a big yeah. Chase Briscoe guy. So that is my, you know, that's my thing. I thought he was great. You know, Eric Amarola. It's not like he's out here making you know crazy headlines with this. He's just quietly, consistently been very good. I have nothing to say against that. He's done very well. He has. Alex Bone wins, puts out a T-shirt. Honestly, coolest T-shirt I've seen in a little bit for a driver. It's a cool one. <laughs> it's awesome. I would encourage you to check it out. I'm poor. Will not be buying it, but you probably should. Um, plus, that money goes to the animals. That's cool. Awesome. Now, let's look at right sides only picks. 
as we were saying, I beat Turnpike again. This is three weeks in a row that you have lost. How do you feel about this? Not great. <laughs> so <laughs> Not let's, great. if we look at the point stands, if you remember, we are literally taking the finishing positions and doing the points like they would, 40, 39, 38, 37, just like that. And we are just counting up our position. Like I said, I've won all three weeks. Currently, I have 105 points. And uh, Turnpike has 74 points, 31 points behind me. We are going to Phoenix Raceway. Do you have your pick, Turnpike? I do have my pick. Because losers pick first. Yeah. Okay. And you so are indeed a loser. My half-and-half half pick last week did about what I expected it to. Top 15 is kind of what I was hoping for with picking Austin Dillon. So this week, I'm going to pick somebody a little bit different. I was thinking about saving this pick from Martinsville, but I'm going to not do that because I need some help right now. And that's why my pick for this week will be Martin Truex Jr. Martin Who Truex. Always very good at Martinsville. I mean, well, he's always good at Martinsville. That's why they named it after him, you know, Martinsville. <laughs> um, he's always good at Phoenix. Usually during the championship race, he finishes second. <laughs> very sad for Martin Truex Jr. that he finishes second in the championship race almost every time. Yeah. But, hey. He's my pick for this week, and I, uh, knowing my luck, he's going to DNF on lap one. So I am apologize in advance to Martin Truex Jr. All right. Well, I've got a powerful pick right here. I hope you are, like, shaking in your boots because you're going to die probably because of this pick. I'm going to pick BJ McLeod. Oh, my gosh. What am I going to do? <laughs> I'm getting my throwaway pick out of the way. So... I do not want to pick him at any point this season, which is mean of me to say, but I'm saying it. Hey, which ironically is Martin Truex Jr.'s old number, 78. Nice. BJ McLeod is my pick. Honestly, I think he'll probably close up the lead pretty good here, but that'll get one of my less favorable picks out of the way. So that is done. Watch it. BJ McLeod's going to win the race, and Martin Truex Jr. is going to DNF. I was thinking, one. I was like, if Martin Truex Jr. DNFs, this is going to be hilarious. Because you'll win again. Yeah. yeah. Unless so. BJ McLeod DNFs. Because I think that, yeah, well, I mean, he might as well. He wouldn't lose too many positions. Eh, no, you're about right. Yeah. Live fast racing. I don't know. Live medium fast. Life in the slow lane. <laughs> yeah. All right, but. so we got to rate it, but not only do we have to rate <laughs> this week, we, we have to goofed. rate last week because we may or may not have forgotten. Uh-oh. By may or may not have, I mean, yeah, we Turnpike's forgot Turnpike's an idiot. We forgot it. <laughs> Turnpike's an idiot. I blame him. You're usually the one that brings it up. I'm the one that does the show sheet, so I guess it's me, but it's Turnpike's fault. Auto Club. I think everything about the race was good. I think everything about the broadcast was not. Very true. Um, Matt Kenseth did well. Very well, yeah. That was awesome. That was really cool to have him up in the booth. Um, remember, we are counting Fox's broadcast in these scores. So, Fox is not doing good. Fox is sucking. Mike Joy, I would say Clint Boyer, and Matt Kenseth has been really good are the only good things going for this. That's very true. Our comic book characters of drivers is... Just bad. We gotta it, get rid to of me, that. that is like the most egregious thing. Even though it's not, for me, it just annoys me so much. Kyle Larson looks so weird. They all look weird. They all got six-packs, too. Yeah. I, 
no, stop it. Just show me their picture. We want to see we we want these drivers to be real people we connect with. And drawing them as comic book characters is not a way to make us feel like they're real. Why can we not just use their real picture? That's just let's just use their real picture and then call it a day. But that happened. Um commercials have always been an issue. Um so with that being said, Turnpike, what is your rating? So I'm doing Fontana first. My Fontana race, I'm going to give it like a the, – the score for the race for me is a 9 out of 10. Yeah, just talk about Fontana. We'll get to Vegas yeah, Fontana, next. 9 out of 10. So what's your 100 scale because that's what we're doing? For – I'm going to deduct – like I have for the last couple races, I'm deducting points for broadcast. I'm going to give it an 88. 88 sounds about right. All right, 88. I'm going to give it a 91. Okay, so we're pretty close. This is a solid race, and it would be like 95 to 100 if the broadcast didn't suck. That's a thing. Um, we got to have better broadcasting. That's the end of it. So that gives us a 9.5. We're going to round it up to a 90. So, and still technically an A for this race. Yeah, that's our first 90. The yeah. first A. Every, yeah. The other ones have been B's. Yeah. So that's awesome. Well, other ones. It would just be other one at this point. Other one. Yeah. So now, Las Vegas. I wasn't a huge fan of Danica Patrick in the booth. No meaning. I think the problem with the with the booth with Danica is that you've got two really dominant personalities in that where Clint Boyer and Danica are both, they, they you know, they're both lead. They're both leads. And with Matt Kenseth, what made him work is that he was a good B guy. Yeah. He was a good uh, filler instead of, you know, being a lead. So I don't think it worked as well. I think if you had either one of them in there, it would be okay, but not at the same time. But that's just my opinion on it. I'm sure I saw a lot of people really liking that booth, and I saw a lot of people really not liking that booth. Yeah. Um, I know it's kind of divided. I'm kind of just in the middle on it of just like, eh. I don't, I don't, I didn't, I didn't really, 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 really like it, but I didn't think it was the worst. We don't need to hear a bunch of IndyCar references. Ooh, you know what? Go that, broadcast IndyCar. That does bring up a thing that I've noticed, especially you know F one broadcast versus NASCAR broadcast. Is F one broadcasts talk about what's happening in front of them pretty much almost exclusively. NASCAR broadcasts will talk about random stuff during the middle of the race. Yeah, all the time. At both booths, you know, all the booths do. Yeah, I don't. I don't really enjoy that. I don't mind referencing it. Like for I don't mind once, like, it's like, like going getting saying, off topic. They're just leaving whatever mm. to talk about some something else. Yeah, it's just like one of those things where it's like IndyCar right now is getting one million viewers per race. You're not reaching towards something that's relevant, which is mean to say because I love IndyCar racing. Don't get me wrong; it's yeah. a good it's a good sport, and I watch David Land about as much as I watch anybody catching up with all the news and stuff. You're going. You're reaching towards something that's an even smaller audience than what NASCAR is already. Yeah. So to me, that's not a good. I just wanted to keep of, it with what's going on in front of them and not everything else under a blue moon. Yeah, exactly. What's your score for Las Vegas? I'm gonna do about what I had for Fontana. I'm gonna give it a ninety. So you thought it was a little bit better. I thought it was a little bit better. I enjoy. Well, of course, I'm slightly biased because my drivers did well in it so you know the the feeling of oh my gosh i can't watch this anymore because all my drivers are gone isn't there for this one so that's why i liked it a little bit better i'm giving it 88 
and the presentation this week on commercials was slightly better. Yeah. So points for that. I'm giving it 88. I like the Auto Club race a little better. Um, Las Vegas is just one of those cookie cutters, I guess. It was still an awesome race. Don't get me wrong. So the difference between the first race, the Fontana race, and this race is one point. You gave it, we gave it a 91.88 for the first one and a 90.88 for the second. Yes. So basically almost the same. Yeah. We had 89 for Las Vegas, 94 Auto Club total. So, um, like I said, good, good race. That track is not my favorite. It's a good one, but it's not my favorite. So, yeah, did you know that the Las Vegas race had 23 lead changes with 15 different drivers? You know, that is really good. And it's not cuz it's, it's not cuz of like momentum pack racing. It's yeah. genuine racing and that's happening. That's awesome. Yeah, I thought it was awesome. My uh, we already have a con- uh, great contender for tweet of the year um, by PRN. Uh, they tweeted during the race, a car sponsored by Dolly Parton that's owned by a rapper from Miami just took the lead if you were wondering what's going on. <laughs> yeah, that, that is kind of funny. It's just what a weird timeline we live in. Dolly's on the face of the car and it's owned by Pitbull. Like, what's going on? Yeah, that, Justin that is really funny. Just for reference. Yes. That's awesome. I just think that's so cool. That's t- early contender for Tweet of the Year. Yeah. Well, is that all the things on this that's weekend? All the, that's all the racing we got. That's awesome. Do you want to talk about what's coming up this weekend? Yes, sir. Local short track? This weekend, we got um, some ARCA action, Cars Tour action, as well as the NASCAR Premier Series um, action going on. We have Friday is the ARCA West Series at Phoenix. Um, Saturday is the Xfinity Series at Phoenix. Sunday at Caraway Speedway, which is in North Carolina. We got the uh, Old North State Nationals, which is a Cars Tour race, the highest-paying one of their season. Um, that's racing on Sunday, as well as the NASCAR Cup Series is racing at Phoenix. Um, we are always pushing. Go to your lo- local short track. Support the Roots of Racing. We're going to be going to Hickory Speedway this weekend, um, watching some weekly racing there. Racing starts at 6 p.m. It's $13 a ticket if y'all want to come on down. Um, we will be posting about those races on our story as I was banned from the account for doing on Sunday. Good. I have since stolen the password back. So, ha, you can't keep me from it forever. I will always find my way back to it. Go to your local short track, whether you're coming with us to Hickory or if you're going to another track that's closer to you. But you want to go to Hickory, though. You want to go to Hickory. Hickory's fun. Not sponsored. <laughs> not, not sponsored. Go to Hickory. Uh, we will be announcing a few races at Hickory later in the year. We will let you know about when we get to those. Yes. But my stupid voice will be over the intercom of the racetrack where pretty much every NASCAR star ever has raced. Your voice is stupid. It is very. That's why that's I call a, it That's stupid. what I, I got so out of it. <laughs> I am so excited. That is going to be cool. That is going to be super cool. We will make that announcement down the road. We'll kind of figure out what exactly is going on. Tell you when we're going to be doing that. Um, that's going to be a good time for sure. I think it's going to be it. You're going to want to follow us on Twitter at Right Sides Only Pod. Especially follow us on Instagram. That's where we're going to be most active at Right Sides Only. Follow me at on Twitter as uh, RSO underscore Green. I'm at Turnpike underscore. That being said, this is Right Sides Only. Where if you ain't right, you get left. You know what? I'm going to let him take it away. Boogity, 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 boogity,